Welcome everybody to Bearcat Insider. This is the uh, bi-district round of the Clyde Scouting Report. It's going to be an exciting one today. Uh, first of all, I want to say Happy Veterans Day. It is Veterans Day. It Thank is. you to all those that served. We're going to have a jam-packed podcast today. We'll call it military grade today since it's Veterans Day. Yeah. With uh, electrolytes and we'll add some protein too so we'll get all those catchwords. Perfect. I'm Chance Kirby. I'm with everybody's favorite assistant coach, Travis Marsh, and uh, we're going to get into it. You know, I'd like to start, I almost know nothing about Clyde. Well, funny you should ask, because we're going to have a new segment. Now, I've seen film, and I've seen film going back to last year, uh, whenever we were playing Jim Ned in the first round last year, we had their games versus Clyde, Uh, and so, I, you know, I was familiar, familiar with the name, um, but... As far as Clyde, I know nothing. Well, the longer we stay in the playoffs, we're going to do this segment. And it's we're going to call it the where is segment. Because I think that's the first question when you hear of who we're going to play. I think everybody said, well, where's Clyde? Yeah. Well, here you go. we got some information on Clyde. It is just east of Abilene on I-20. So odds are all of us have driven through Clyde and may or may not have known. Because okay. you cannot get to Abilene without going through Clyde. It's 191 miles from here. Okay. And you're like, well, I even saw online uh, somebody had asked, wonder how Clyde got their name. Well, it goes back to the Texas Pacific Railway in 1880 through the Callahan Divide between the Brazos and Colorado Rivers. Uh, it was uh, organized by a construction crew, which numbered around 5,000 that gathered at Robert Clyde's construction camp and supply tent. And then it just... they kept saying let's go to Clyde's and then settlers moved there and started a community and it was commissioned in June of 1881 and was formally chartered in July 9th of 1907. As of 2010 census they had 3,713 people so somewhat comparable to us. They're gonna have to drive 82 miles to get to Stephenville for that game. We're gonna drive 113. Okay perfect. Another thing I thought was similar between us and them, our school district actually encompasses three counties, and according to what I found online, um, theirs encompasses four. They're plus one. They are plus one on that. They got third place in District 3. Their mascot's the Bulldog, and their colors are black and gold. When I see them, to give you out there a visual reference, think of the Colorado Buffaloes. Okay. That's that's a very very good... uh, you know, Thank I guess you. comparison there. I try. I, I wanted to bring it to the people. They don't have Cordell Stewart, do they? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Not or, to my knowledge. Or, that's your job to or tell Or Rashawn us. Salam. Yeah, no okay. kidding. Uh, their football program was started in 1921. They have an all-time record of 457, 465, and 37. Their playoff record is 9 and 19. They've won seven district championships, that last one coming in 2008, which I found a conflict online. I read one thing where that 2008 one broke up a 50-year drought of district championships. Okay. But I found another site that there was a district championship in between that 50 years. So it, it's possible that there was not an outright championship. I would say let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say they won the other one. Okay. We'll, we'll be supportive of Clyde. Their most famous resident is a man named Elliot Park. And he's a singer-songwriter that has performed at the Ryman Opry Theater. And he's also performed in Late Night with David Letterman and The Late Show with Craig Ferguson. And you're like, I don't know who that guy is. Well, nobody knows who songwriters are. 
But how you may know him, he writ, he wrote, almost said writ. He wrote a Billboard number one hit called "I Loved Her First, which was performed by Heartland, and that was in 2006. And then it finished the 30th most popular song on the country charts for that year. Well, hats off to you, Elliot Park. Yeah. So there's their most famous resident. And then um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out and thank you to Paula Kinslow from Clyde ISD. She helped me with a few of those things that I had questions about, and. Uh, She's a longtime resident of Clyde, and she's going to be in Stephenville. Well, thank you, Miss Kinslow. Maybe, maybe we can catch up with her at halftime. Maybe. The invitation's extended, Miss <laughs> Kinslow. If you listen, you know yeah. what? I'm going to email her the episode. Yeah, um, but no. Hats off to, to Miss Kinslow. Thank you for that. Uh, it's it's nice to to know your opponent. Yeah. You know, I I feel like I know more about Clyde. It, it's it. You're it, welcome. It made it personal. Yeah. Well, it's. And I'm going to say that if we win next week. I'm going to be like, where's Amarillo River Road or where is Shallow Water? And, and I, we will deliver again next week. We will. Um, let's take a quick break. Okay. After all that information, I have to let it digest. Absorb it. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back and we'll, we'll talk a little bit of Clyde versus Pilot Point Bearcat football. Here's word from our sponsors. Puzzle Barbershop and Salon and Southern Junkies has been home of the Bearcats since 1973. Whether you are looking for a classic crew cut or the perfect game day outfit, we have you covered. We carry a few fan favorite brands including Hey Dude Shoes, Judy Blue Jeans, Z Supply Clothing, and Orleans Candle Company. Come check us out on the north side of the square in downtown Paula Point or online at www.southernjunkies.com and that is Junkies with a Z. And don't forget, go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Greg Pelzel. Here at Pelzel Printing, we do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and promotional products. You can reach Greg Pelzel at 940-453-5443. Go Bearcats! Cat fans, one thing that I love about walking into the field house is looking at all the old pictures that you have from years past and being able to relive the history of those great teams and great players. And I love walking through with my sons and showing them a picture and saying, man, look at that guy and telling them a story about a great play. And you can have the same opportunity to do that with your family by using Ashley Marsh Photography to capture your family's great memories. Seeing those pictures of your family will allow you to talk to your kids or your grandkids and tell great stories about things that you've done or things that you've seen or just funny memories that you might have. So if you ever want to document your family's history, please contact Ashley Marsh Photography. You can find her on Facebook, on Instagram, using Ashley Marsh Photography, as well as her website, ashleymarshphotography.com. All right, we are back. Uh, This is the Clyde Scouting Report. I'm looking at Coach Marsh dig through his paperwork now. I even see plays. I've never seen you bring plays. That's impressive. That looks like a scouting report from 1989. That's what ours looked like back in the day. Wow. Okay, well, anyway... What is it going to look like, or what can we expect when Clyde is on defense? When they're on defense. Yes, So, I, I try to throw it back to something that, that our our fans and our listeners um, can relate to. Uh, think Castleberry. Okay. All right, they're going to run a 3-4 uh, with less pressure than Castleberry. Castleberry was blitz-happy, uh, you know, and I related Castleberry to Wade Phillips whenever he was the defensive coordinator for uh, – the Cowboys, and it was a 3-4, and we were bringing it from everywhere. Um, this is a 3-4 that they do blitz, but they don't live and die by it. Uh, they're they're going to play it pretty safe. They're going to try to contain you. They're going to be physical. They're going to be fast. They're going to run to the football. Um, they they give you an umbrella coverage on the back end, which is, is a cover four. Um, 
But the best way to describe it, it's not cover four. They're just turning and running, and nobody's behind you. Uh, it's it's very conservative in the fact that um, they they just wait for you to come to them, and then they don't allow a big play, but they still want to stay in the picture to, to be supportive in the run game. Um, they have some, some big old kids uh, in, you know, with the roster and the program, they, they don't they don't give you heights and weights, so I, I can't go in on that. Except that there's some big old kids, uh, led by number 79, Stedham Buchanan, senior defensive lineman, and we'll talk about him again on offense. Uh, but he kind of makes it all tick up front. Um, he's good. He's physical. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a freak athlete in the sense of he's a big old kid that's going to go run a, a 4.8 or a 4940. Uh, but what he is, is is physical, and he does well, and he does his job. Can you closely compare him to someone that we've already seen, just so people kind of know, because they don't have the benefit of game film? You know, you you go back to, to what we've talked about with number 72 for Bowie, Colton Price, and, yeah. and he was uh, very disruptive. Um, he is going to be similar to Colton Price there at Bowie, except he's not quite the athlete. Okay. You know, Colton could redirect and he could, could go make plays. Um, and Mr. Buchanan's going to do, he's going to make plays, but it's not going to be flash plays. It's just going to be the, he, he makes the, the plays that come to him and he does a fantastic job. On the on the second level, when we get to the linebackers, number 21, senior uh, Corbin Keidel. I think that's how I pronounce it, K-E-I-D-L. So I'm going to go with Keidel. Okay. If I'm wrong, he can tell me that on the field and I'll say, my bad man, I'm sorry. Um, but what he is, outside of not knowing how to pronounce his name, he's a fantastic football player. Uh, very physical, very fast. Um, kind of built like a fire hydrant. He is short and he is stocky and he will bring it. Um, in my opinion, uh, probably their best defensive player, Mr. Corbin Cottle is. Um, good linebacker. Uh, they don't blitz him much because they don't need to because he sees everything so quickly and so clearly and reacts that – uh, he, he's a fantastic football player. And then on the back end, number eight, Dylan Newman. Um, we'll talk about him a lot when we talk offense because he is also the starting quarterback. Um, he, he's a multi-year starter. He's a great kid. Um, he, he He's never in the wrong place when you look at him on film. Um, he, he's always around the football. He's always where he's supposed to be. He's doing a good job. He's a solid tackler. Um, he can he can make a play on the ball, and then when he gets the ball, you're in trouble because he's an accomplished runner. All right, uh, so they're similar to us, and unlike Brock, they have two-way players. Yes, several. Yes, they. You're gonna see a. You're gonna hear a lot of the same numbers, a lot of the same names. Um, and you know, their kids they they have a uh, they have a little bit of history there. I know that you know we're talking about seven district championships, this and that. You have a consistent playoff team over the over the past few years. Yes. Uh, these kids know how to win. Um, they they were in the mix for a district championship last year with Clyde and Wa- or Clyde Wall and Jim Ned. Uh, they were all mixed in there, and Eastland was in that district. It was a great district last year, uh, and they were a playoff team last year, and they they've consistently been a playoff team over the past few years. So, um, you know that presents a problem, uh, not necessarily to us because you know we've consistently been a playoff team, but. You know, you're not getting a whole bunch of, of green kids who've never seen a playoff game and don't understand it. These kids get it. They, they've been there. Uh, and so that just creates a, a little bit of, you know, a problem in, in the sense of um, they're not going to be overwhelmed, uh, you know, by the bright lights of a Friday night football game. In Stephenville, Texas. In Stephenville, Texas. 
All right, well, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about what they're going to look like on offense. Located in Pilot Point, Texas, the Chandler family has been making custom cabinets for over 40 years. As a team, Chandler Cabinets is committed to designing and building the perfect cabinets for you. They will make the process comfortable and stress-free by personally guaranteeing a superior product built on the standard of superior craftsmanship and immaculate customer satisfaction. From concept to completion, perfect form and function. Chandler Cabinets is an award-winning company with a reputation for consistent innovation at the highest level of design. You can find more information on Chandler Cabinets at ChandlerCabinets.net or on their Facebook page, Chandler Cabinets. Chandler Cabinets, 40 years of excellence. There is no better source for local news than the Pilot Point Post-Signal. Pilot Point Post-Signal has been covering Pilot Point since 1878, providing award-winning top-notch coverage of Pilot Point and the Pilot Point Bearcats. You can start your subscription today by going to postsignal.com and signing up for their special, which is two months free of the digital and print copy, or you can call their phone number at 940-686-2169. The Pilot Point Post Signal, the best source for local news. Since 1983, the Scott Walker Insurance Agency has been covering the insurance needs of Pilot Point. Regardless of what that need may be, they have you covered, offering homeowners, auto, life, farm and ranch, and commercial. Give them a call at 940-686-2692. That's Germania Insurance, the Scott Walker Insurance Agency. Located just north of the town square at 211 Scott Lane in Pilot Point, Texas. Scott Walker Insurance Agency, always there to help. We want to wish our varsity cheerleader, Abby, a great senior year. Love mom, dad, and Michael. Thank you for a word from our sponsors. Um, So we already talked about whenever Clyde is defending the Bearcats, what we're going to see. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happens when they have the ball. Let's hear it. So number eight, Dylan Newman. Quarterback, free safety. Okay, he is. Um, they're they're going to live and die by his production. Now, there's other people that contribute. Uh, number six, Kane in Charleston is an excellent running back. Number twenty-one, Colton Keitel, excellent running back. But it all is going to revolve around number eight. Second time we've said that in two weeks. Okay, um, now they're going to attack you very similar to the way that Boyd did. Okay. They're going to use the quarterback to try to set up other runs. They're going to use the quarterback uh, as a runner. Um, and then they're going to use motion and, and you know meshes and different things like that to, to try to create running lanes. Um, and Dylan Newman's going to be all up in the mix. He's a, he's a fantastic player. Uh, he's a threat to score every time he has the ball. Um, you know our, our focus is limiting the damage that he can do. He's going to make plays, and we talked about that going into the Brock game. We knew that Brock was going to make plays. We know that Dylan Newman's going to make some plays because if you give the kid an inch, he takes a mile. And so we're, we're really trying to, uh, you know, we, we know that we're not going to shut him out. We know that he, he's going to have some success, so we just want to make sure that when he does, it doesn't turn into a consistent thing. Um, they have a, a, a great passing game. Uh, they do a good job throwing the football around. They they try to get vertical on you. Um, and so, you know, our work's cut out for us, and they have some tall, lanky receivers that can go get it. Um, you know, but it, it's – these guys aren't reinventing the wheel. They're not trying to do anything, uh, you know, overly complicated, but it's also not too simple. Uh, it, it's just kind of right there in the middle of they, they do a lot, um, but they don't do too much. And what they do, they do really well. Uh, so – what about a team again that you can 
it sounds like you're describing Boyd, but I get the sense of what you're saying. They can throw better than Boyd. You know, I'm I'm going to go back to uh, if you take the best part of Boyd and the best part of Castleberry. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that that's what you're going to get. Okay. Um. I gosh, I hope they're not up tempo like Castleberry was. That was scary. Um. But you know, you can't tell that on film uh, how quickly they're trying to snap the ball. So who knows? They might be. But um. Yeah, they they just do a, a really good job of using that quarterback. We'll see a lot of, uh, you know, GT, which is when we're talking GT, they're going to pull a guard and a tackle, uh, you know, and so we'll we'll see a lot of that. So that's something that the the defensive ends we've been working on, uh, trying to make sure that we understand what we need to do there. Um, you know, they'll do some of the. You'll see some stuff that they do that's going to resemble our offense. Uh, there's some similar similar schemes that are involved. Um, you know, but it'll it'll be a good matchup for us. Um, you know, I I don't know if we're going to be the favorite or not. I have no idea because it's a two three matchup. Uh, if it's a one four matchup, it's a lot easier to say. You know, hey, we're going to be picked to win. Um, but I do know that whatever the pick is, throw it out the window because it's playoff football, and you have a, a team that that has something to prove on both sides. Uh, you know, we're coming off of a of a big loss. I'm not going to call it a bad loss, uh, but it was a big loss. Uh, they're coming off the same thing to Jim Ned, which is that district's Brock. You know, Brock and Jim Ned are on a collision course uh, on the bottom side of the bar bracket in our region. Um, and so I, I think a big key that you're going to get, and I don't know what the climate's like in Clyde, but is how are both teams going to bounce back from a, a big loss to a really good football team? Because that's what we're both coming off of. Um, and so I think that's going to be a, a lot of the battle between the ears is going to going to have to do with that. Um, and then, you know, how, how's each team going to respond to adversity? They're going to make plays. I feel like we're going to make plays. So, it, you know, it, it'll be an interesting matchup. Um, and, you know, I, I can't wait for Friday night. They had a week off last week. If you were the Clyde coach, would you see that as an advantage or a disadvantage? Because I, I could – see where it could be either one i see it as a disadvantage because you you're not staying in a competitive mindset i mean you have to have a bye week at some point i mean the week off is nice because it's a it's a chance for players who might have been unhealthy to get healthy um or you know you you have more time to work on things but i would rather not have that week 10 bye because i don't want to have a lull between last regular season game in you playoffs. You gearing up. Yes, because you know your your first play of the game, first few plays of the game, that's getting back up to speed because you've been playing against JV kids for two weeks now. Uh, and so I see it as a disadvantage. Um, you know, your infatuation with Andy Reid and the Chiefs, I think he is undefeated coming off bye weeks. So apparently that guy loves bye weeks. I don't know what Scott Campbell and the Clyde Bulldogs, how they feel about bye weeks. Gotcha. What can you tell me about the special teams? Because either everyone in the state runs some kind of fake onside kick or just everyone we play. Well, their weapon X is their kicker. Okay. And um, those of you listening at home, Travis is frantically searching through his notes to look for the kicker's name, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, I am. Um,. But the, the thing about their kicker, and I'll whenever I find his name, I will tell you. His name is 
but oh baby, did I find it. Uh, Pedro Altamirano. Okay. <laughs> okay, Pedro Altamirano is an excellent kicker. When he wants to kick it out of the back of the end zone, he will, because he can. Or if he wants to just place it, you know, on the five-yard line on one of the corners, he can do that regularly. Um, they have an excellent kicker. Um, I, I would say that I don't know how confident they are in, in him. You know, I, I have no idea because I haven't watched ten games of film. But just based off of his leg, um, if if they're at the 35, they're, they might be kicking a field goal uh, because he, he has a big leg and he's a good kicker. So We do have an All-State kicker on our staff at the high school. Maybe we need to have him take a look at the gun. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll talk to Mr. Williams, see if he'll take uh, take a look at some film and yeah. give Tell us, us the rundown. Guy's got. Um, <laughs> you know, and for those listening, Mr. Williams, our high school principal, was an all-state kicker at Whitesboro. Whitesboro. It's kind of like saying Voldemort, though. We don't want it's a name that we won't say. Okay. Um, but no, they they have a fantastic kicker. He does a great job. Um, you know, you yeah, you, you talk about shenanigans on special teams, and you talk about playoff football. Um, I, I could see anything being on the table. Uh, you know, when it's playoff time and you're talking about, you know, somebody goes home Friday night and their career is over. You know, some group of kids. It's either going to be a bunch of Bulldogs or a bunch of Bearcats. Um, desperate times call for desperate measures. And when you have a, a, a talented kicker, I'm, I'm sure they have some tricks up their sleeve. And so, um, you know, the kids will get a kick out of it. One of my favorite sayings, you have to stay ready like lunch meat. And uh, just be ready to for anything, uh, because no, there's no option off the table. Sounds good. Well, I want to tell everybody to be safe driving that 82 miles from Clyde or 133 miles from Pilot Point to Stephenville for that game Friday night. Happy Veterans Day, and Coach Mars, let's close this thing up. <laughs> I do so much better when you don't set me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to say thank you to our gracious sponsors that make this podcast possible. That'd be Southern Junkies Salon and Apparel up on the Pilot Point Square. We have Chandler Cabinets, Pelzel Printing, Ash of Marsh Photography, who's currently about to start running Christmas specials, the Pilot Point Post Signal. You can check it out online or on their Facebook. And last but not least, Dana Walker with Germania Insurance. Um, We sure appreciate those guys sponsoring us and making this podcast possible. And so, Bearcat fans, please support your local businesses uh, so that they can keep supporting us. And as always, go Bearcats.